great day, amazing human. Welcome to the Empowered In My Skin podcast, where our mission is to help 1 billion people in this world think in more empowering ways. Empower humans, empower humans. So you are in the right spot to become a lead domino for empowerment today. My name is Inke Chi. I'm not only your host, but I am a vibrant optimist obsessed to bring you empowering content with each episode. We will be bringing you content alternating between longer episodes with feature guests and shorter episodes called Empowering Bites, where I'll be joined by my co-host, Gabby Mamone. So if you're ready, let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Yes, I am here with an amazing guest. We had a little bit of a B-roll and... (laughs) We did like the speed dating catch up because I love this woman and so excited that she said yes to be a guest and she's all about changing lives. She's a former police officer, former competitive boxer and kickboxer in the amateur fighting circus. She's now a small business owner and a mom. I don't know if it's flaw. Like I could, me, I think you guys are grand, but mom of four boys. Uh, she uses her life experience to provide general safety tips and self-defense techniques to her followers to help keep them safe, feel confident and strong, both physically and mentally. Her viewership has actually soared over 1.1 million TikTok followers. Actually, that is a good piece because I'm going to get into that and talk about something that I feel went viral and and, uh, I connected on. And as a mama's four, she's become like this amazing TikTok mom for all things safety, self-defense and fitness. So I trust that you're excited. You're like, who is it? Who is it? Ah, Well, get ready and join me in giving her a big podcast. Welcome to Nichelle Laos. Hello. (laughs) So you are human extraordinaire. Honestly, ever since I've known you, you were human extraordinaire. So I'm going to ask you this question that I know that you're so ready to answer. Like, what was your most empowering thought of the day so far? Thought of the day, um, probably how I'm going to get through the snowstorm today and get home and feed those four hungry boys. But, you know, as everything else and everything, nothing ever really works out. So you got to, you know, I'm not a planner. I try to be a planner and it just never works out that way, which is the story of my life. And so you just got to adapt and and change and they're still waiting for me at home and that's okay. So my thought is just take it as it comes. And I love it. And just to level set, how old are your boys? Because you also have a husband. So that's five boys. So. Right, you don't have right. to tell Dave's age, but uh, how old are your boys? Uh, my oldest is 16. My second guy is 15. My next guy is 12. And the youngest is nine. Wow. How long How has it been being surrounded? I usually interview men who have all women, but how is it surrounded by all men? You have a There's dog? A or you have any pets? testosterone in the house. What, do I have what? You have, a, you have any pets? Uh, two German shepherds and a cat. And um, we got one female in that German okay, shepherd. Okay. So me and her, like, we connect. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a lot of tro- testosterone. And what else? Like, how, how do you have to, um, how do you push You know what? That? I, it's crazy. It really is. A lot of testosterone. They are taller than me. Or two of them. Like, actually, the third guy is just past me, too. But, you know... I wouldn't say mama's boys in a bad way, but they are my protectors. I can tell you that they are, we are close. We are without being too, you know, I I say, I'm not your friend. I'm still your parent, but Mm -hmm. we connect on a level. Like, like, I I don't know. I never had daughters, so Mm -hmm. I wouldn't know. And I don't know. I just love my boys. And it's funny. I've always wanted boys. And so it was just like, I was blessed with these four human beings and they're just amazing young men. 
And I love what you just said, you know, not not your friend, always your parent type of thing. And uh, it's funny because I grew up that way. And as I got older, I was like, oh, man, I wish, you know, my mom, like I call her, it's like she's my mom, but she's she's definitely a parent. And uh, like how, how challenging has that been? Because I know that that's not necessarily the culture. I see a lot of people that like they try to be friends with their children. You know, my level of parenting is still kind of old school or my, my, my thought process, I guess you can say of parenting, it's very old school. We are very strict, you know, um, you know, cell phones to give you an example. It's like, no, 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 that's not your cell phone. That's actually my property. And I will take that and search it and I will do what I need to do because that's mine. You know, it's, it's, it's a privilege to have that, you know? Um, and so like stuff like that, like we keep track, we act, you know, cause you never know what's going on out there or how they are going to get scammed or taken into things or taken advantage of. And maybe it's my police background. Maybe it's me just being strict and coming from that old school Mm -hmm. mentality myself, Mm -hmm. but I don't care. Like that's just the, you know, it's to me, it's really important because especially with what's going on nowadays, you know what, I'd rather be that strict parent. And that's, that's how I parent and, Mm -hmm. you know, everyone, does it differently. And it's so interesting that we actually, like, I don't know if I label that strict parenting. Like you are, you're being what you need to be to make sure that you raise healthy, you know, really great corporate citizens who are, you know, whose health yeah. and safety is, is tantamount and important to you. Right. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah. So in your bio, I talked about former police officer, comparative boxer, kickboxer, business owner, mama four, and now a TikTok sensation. And um, I don't want to ask you like, oh my gosh, how do you do it all? I want to ask you like, how did this all come to be? Like, there's a journey there. And <laughs> the journey itself that? is a little crazy. Everything that I've ever done in my life just kind of organically grew that way as, as silly as that sounds it's um it's all about just living out my passions that that's honest to god truth i've never worked a day in my life because i really feel and, and i know that sounds cliche but it's so true like even going back to when i was a teenager i mean i i overcame or i'm still overcoming at the journey never ends like childhood trauma and you know i went through a whole a whole seven years of childhood trauma and to get out of that is you know, the gym saved me, kickboxing mm. saved me. I went to, uh, you know, I took my first kickboxing class to get, to get away to, um, how do you say channel my anger mm. and, and my hurt and my everything. And because I was naturally athletic, um, it just worked out to my benefit. Mm. And I started to heal during that process. And in healing, um, you know, it just always become, I always want to pay it forward to the people who helped me. And that's why I became a police officer because in, in my time of need, the police helped me and I wanted to give that back and help others who were in pain and suffering. And so that's why I, you know, became an officer back in the day. Um, and I loved my job. I still, I love everything. I mean, even now I own a tactical store to give back to the police community, emergency services community. They come in here and we have like great talks, great time. They trust us. And um, when I started policing, I absolutely loved it. And really the only thing, the reason why I left policing is because another passion, which organically also grew, um, I had to stop boxing when I didn't have to stop. I personally stopped when I was about 30 because at that time it's like you get a little old (laughs) and I started having kids and when you're training for boxing fights 
uh, it's really, really strenuous. I mean, you got to be in the gym three, four hours a day. And it's not just like on your own time. It's like you have to be there a specific time to spar, to fight, to train, to do all this. And I just couldn't do that with kids. Mm-hmm. And that's what got me into fitness competitions because I, I loved, you know, I, I still love the competitive edge, yeah. but I could do it on my own time. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was a great thing, you know, to get your body back, bounce back, have more kids, boom, boom, boom. And I did that. And when I did that, the police community that, you know, I was still in when I was doing competitions and raising my kids organically grew because everyone wanted to know, you know, how I did it. And next thing you know, I started coaching and I literally it like my career, my side gig ended up organically snowballing over the years. And I found so much more, I want to say what you call it, but gratification, I guess, mm. because in policing, you're dealing with 10% of the population, mm. 90% of the time, you get that? So uh, you're dealing with yeah. this, this small population all the time, all the time, and you're trying to change them, but you realize some things you just can't yeah, change. Yeah, that's a big and thing. you get frustrated and get jaded and you're putting people in jail and they're back out and it's frustrating. Mm. So you feel like you're not making a difference. Even though you are, you feel like that. And it's frustrating as for someone who has such a passion to help people. But with, with what I was doing with transformations, it's like it's more than just losing weight. Mm. You're helping people emotionally, psychologically, you know, yes, physically too, but it's everything that revolves around that. And I felt like I was making such a difference coaching women. Yeah. And I say women because that was my niece right and I loved it so much that I said like I want to take this a step further and so me and my husband Dave well you know Dave um you know we left policing he he was doing the same but doing photography so he his business grew my business grew which were the side gigs and ended up taking over kind of I guess you can say our life and so we left policing to open a studio connected to a gym And like, it just worked well until the pandemic hit and the pandemic basically closed us, closed the gym down so many times that we couldn't recover. Um, So we pretty much, you know, I would say we lost everything, but silver lining, you know, you got to keep going. My mentality is you go, you go, you go, you can't stop and you have to feed the boys. You have to find a way to make it happen. So Uh, we now sold all the equipment and now we turned it into a tactical store in which we provide tactical gear to emergency services. And so my whole life is about like, you know, literally things not working out, Mm. but making the best out of it. You know, it's so funny because at the crux of it all though, there's still this, like I always say, like once you've land on what's most important to you, the, Mm -hmm. the, the rest organically grows around it right like and all of that is around helping people yeah right it is and you know and it's always been my passion no matter what I'm doing even if I wasn't owning the store I'm sure I'd be doing something else Mm -hmm. helping people and you know and that that kind of evolved into also social media like back in the day like I wasn't allowed to post on like now you are but it was very strict back then especially in in policing like you really weren't allowed to post on social media Um, and so, you know, all my social media at the time, like everything, you know, it changes and evolves as you do, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I used to post a lot of fitness material because that was my life. It still is, Mm -hmm. you know, me being healthy is, you know, physically, but you know, in your mind as well, like mentally, especially Mm -hmm. nowadays. And so, but I used to focus so much on fitness because that was my thing, you know, and, and, and promote fitness. 
um, when we lost the gym or when, you know, when, when we closed down the gym and opened the tactical shop, I had to think of a way to kind of pivot my social Mm. media Mm. without trying to sell and go, Hey, come to my store and buy, you know what I mean? I had to try and trying to change the focus. And I thought, well, I, I started TikTok, TikTok specifically because it's, it's, it was a newer platform And I started posting fitness stuff because that's what I used to do on Instagram and Facebook and all that. And it just wasn't, it it didn't jive. It, you know, it wasn't getting views and it was quite frustrating. And I think because it's oversaturated. Mm, So many people doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I said, well, how, how can I change it where I can make it interesting, but yet again, help people? I said, well, I'll take my experience as a police officer and provide safety tips. Some of them are very common, just very common sense things, just a reminder of like your typical, be aware of your surroundings, but some other things you don't think about, you know, like, you know, walking into a place and scan everywhere and make sure you know where that exit is because you never know what's going to happen, you know, so so stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yet at the same time, you know, so, so taking like those safety tips that I learned as an officer or taking my experiences and also taking my fighting experience, self-defense, boxing, mm-hmm. kickboxing, and, and kind of it all together. I need to put it all together into like sa- safety, self-defense. And I'll throw in a little bit, I'll sprinkle it with some fitness because like I said, you know, body, mind, everything encompassed into one awesome thing. And I posted a few videos and like, they just went crazy because I think there's just not a lot out yeah. there. And I want to say, especially not a lot of women mm-hmm. who are, doing like, you know, yeah, like that, that might be the reason why it took off. And so I just went with it and I just keep going with it. And yeah, you know, I'm out of ideas sometimes, but you somehow find an idea by someone will post a comment or something and you know what I mean? You never run out. Right. And I love it because one day I was just, um, so I follow you and I've been, you know, and I know Dave and by the way, Dave, her husband is a genius behind the, the lens. Just wanted to pull that out there. Uh, so check him out. And, uh, and um, anyway, so one day I get this uh, DM from a girlfriend of mine says, Oh my God, you got to check out this, this video, this great, amazing um, tip that somebody's giving about, uh, about um, gift cards. And so I, I click on the link. And I'm like, I know her. <laughs> I yeah, like, I know her. and i was like i actually know her. you know her i'm like yeah i know her but she's like oh my god so it's so funny because then all of a sudden it's like i know celebrity um but yeah can you talk to us because i know that one was really um it was really popular by the time i saw it i think it was shortly because i remember when i looked at it you had just posted it i think it was like the same day you'd posted it but it since has gone pretty viral because i know i've received it from some other people as well so, yeah, that was a good one that went viral for all the right reasons. reasons. I mean, I think in the two week span of that whole entire kind of craziness, I did like 33 interviews with different media outlets, everything from all the way from California, like it is uh, San Francisco to like local news. I was on global CTV, like so many, which was amazing. And I'm glad the word got out there because I literally almost got scammed two times in like two weeks. And I found so many different gift cards. So that getting out there was amazing. And it was just basically about how scammers are basically going into any, any retail store Mm -hmm. and picking off gift cards off the gift card display taking them out of the store and replacing the back uh, with the barcode with an actual sticker barcode that Mm -hmm. they make, which is actually associated to a card that they have. 
So then they go back to the store, place it on the gift card display. Mm -hmm. So when you go up to the gift card display and actually, you know, take a gift card and head up to the cash register to pay for it and the cashier scans it and you end up, you know, if the transaction goes through, you're actually loading that scammer's gift card. And how you could just do is, you know, do visual checks. Like, is there a little ridge? Mm -hmm. Can you feel the actual sticker that's been placed upon, you know, the one that's kind of been embossed in the card, you know, visually inspect it, touch it, go up to the cash register when she scans it is let's say I had a PlayStation card. Does it come up as PlayStation on the cash register screen or is it different? Like mine was an SO card. So I was loading the scammers gas card or lcbo card was another popular one but it it could be any combination and if and if it is the same let's say it was a you know they scammed but they used you know the same names Mm -hmm. an so card to an so card just check the numbers so it's just little tricks i mean they're making money and i said you know if they wasted it you know if they spent that time actually doing good things (laughs) but then you would have a job (laughs) exactly So, yeah, and I'm sure if you start to expand, expand that, I don't know if you already do, but I'm in tech, obviously, if you expand it into the tech world, it's crazy. You will have content to last you for the rest of your life. So no, I have a question no for you. I have so many questions because I actually do want to go back to um, sort of the transformation work that you do around fitness. But before I do, just keeping on this track, like if you think about COVID and we were like, I don't know, I'm just saying as a as a everyday citizen, I just feel like there's just so much more in the news about like all of a sudden there's this like onrush of cars and, and like, so now I get into my car and I lock my door immediately, like different things. Like I feel like there's just this up rise. Do you like, is that true? Like, what can you talk around that? And I just feel like we, I love that you talk about, like, maybe you can even talk about some just basic things that we could do around just know your surroundings. Cause I take it less for granted now. I think a lot of people do, and because there's more heightened awareness around it, and I really think just because, I don't know if it's just from COVID, but I think just so much has changed because of the pandemic, right? The way we live, the way we uh, just, I think everything, just our heightened awareness around it all. And now that things are, I would say, going back to whatever that normal is, a lot of people are just weary of other people mm-hmm. just in general. I find, I mean, gosh, you can't, I mean, it's, it's less embarrassing to fart in public than it is to cough. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, Oh my gosh. I've never heard know? that before. <laughs> I know it's like, Oh my gosh, I cough. I feel so bad. I can just let one out. No one's going to say anything. Like, it's just weird, you know? Um, but anyways, that being said, it's just, in general, uh, mental health as well has really been on a steady decline. There is just no, I would say no help. But you mean decline or up increase? There, or you like, mean there's like, just yeah, decline yeah, yeah. Help. help? You know yeah, what? Yeah. You know, even people who want like help, they just can't seem to get it. Um, and you know, with with the the rising costs and inflation and all the craziness, I mean, people are just losing it literally. And I and I don't even mean that disrespectfully. I mean, people need help and they're yeah. not getting it. And you know, they they be they become desperate. Yeah. Uh, with with desperate measures, you know, come unsafety things. And in general, we just have to be careful out there. And you know, I don't know about you, but I'm hearing a 
lot more like police sirens. I'm hearing a lot more mm. things on the news yeah. and it's, it's really disturbing. The schools have gone crazy. Mm. Um, there's just so much out there. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I preach all the time. Yeah. Be aware of your surroundings at all times. Stay tuned in because a lot, including myself, a lot of my job, you know, I'm on, I, I do social media, mm. I do fitness, you know, online fitness trends. So I'm always on my phone, mm-hmm. but you know what, if you are on your phone, put it away when you're out and yeah. about because you don't want to be distracted or, you know, if you have have to look at your phone like keep scanning scan 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 i mean people and environments change all the time you know stick against the wall don't like sit out in the open if you're taking public transit another crazy mm. i mean over the last month or a few months things have been going crazy on public transit mm-hmm. you know so again like just stay focused mm-hmm. um if you're you know even out let's say running you know mm-hmm. don't put your headphones on you know look around is there anything suspicious if you're walking in a parking lot mm-hmm. you know uh, i know we can't have any self-defense options in canada it's a uh, you know, I want to say, unfortunately, I have my own thoughts about that. Um, maybe not for this session, but we're not allowed to have anything mm-hmm. on our person uh, for the purposes of self-defense, yeah. but at least be ready yeah. or at least take a self-defense class. You know, thankfully I have my boxing experience, you know, take a jujitsu class if you can, or some sort of martial art. Like if you get pushed on the ground, what are you going to do? You know, at least having a martial arts background, you'll at least be able to at least defend Mm -hmm. yourself Mm -hmm. or know how to move around, get out of whatever, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? To me, that's really important. Like that would be my number one kind of safety tip for anyone is get out there and get a class, you know, get some people don't know what it's like to get punched in the face, you know, that might be a safety tip that I have to take. I haven't thought about that, you know, like really you get it. You, you don't know, like, and you're a tough girl and I'm sure you can handle yourself. I'm sure of it, but in high stress situations, yeah. your yeah. body, you don't know if it's going to shut down. Yeah. You don't know if it's fight or flight. You yeah. might just freeze. And yeah. so many people do. And if you do freeze, that's okay. But you know what? Train yeah. by training, like anything else, you train your muscles, yeah, train your mind. What am I going to yeah. do? What yeah. am I, you know, you have to know that stuff. Cause if something happens and you're put up against the wall, literally put up against the wall, you need to know how to fight back or at least distract, deter and get away. So you can get away safely. Never go to that secondary place. If someone's going to attack you and take you somewhere, you don't want them to take you. You are going to fight, scream, take it, take gouges or eyeballs out. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Do something to get away. Wow. Your, your kids must be well-prepared. They are, man. They are. <laughs> I can just imagine. Like, nobody's messing with them. They're like, oh, they're the louses, boys. <laughs> all they have to do is say my, I'm, I'm the last boy um so going back to i one of the things i know from my journey you know there's nothing more powerful than taking pain and turning it to purpose and that's kind of what i kind of understood from you know what you shared earlier about you know working through trauma and how that's transformed and and how that actually positioned you or or yeah. directed you you know so with somebody who works with so many people through transformation, what do you think is the, like, is trauma the one key thing that trips up people the most, right? Like in terms of not fully getting through transformation, like what do you, what do your, what do you feel about that? I feel, well, accountability is huge, of course, but I think the accountability comes from what you said is dealing through things, like dealing with things 
on an, on such an emotional level. I mean, it's one thing, okay, you can get your plan and you're all excited and everything, you know, starts out great. And, and then all of a sudden you, you get, you get to a point where for whatever reason you just stop. But what is that reason? Mm-hmm. Why, why are you doing that? Why can't you move forward? Why did you have to, let's say, I want to say cheat because of like, you know, that's where yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. food related, you know, usually people have, oh, an okay time with the workouts, but it's when you really start wanting to transform and like I'm saying transform, you know, losing weight, they get to a point where they, they can't. And so what stopped you? And it's all psychologically and like emotional. There's something that triggers something that caused you to do that. And what is it? So whatever pain they're holding, you know, I think it's so important to get to that first Mm -hmm. or so like before starting any transformation, no, now in my late forties, I would say, "Well, are your hormones okay?" But also, <laughs> you know, and you know, are you mentally like ready for this? Mm. It's hard, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I think it trips up a lot of people, mm-hmm. including myself. Hey, it 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 happens to me, and I love that because no matter what I do, no matter mm-hmm. what I am going through, or what anything I try, I try it first so that I actually know, or I yeah, try what, to what know what like, they're going through, like, yeah. you know? That's big. Um, That's big. It is, because I don't like to give advice on something I don't know what I'm, I'm talking yeah. about, yeah. you know? She's worth checking out. She's worth checking out. We're going to, and we're going to get locations and locations. So I'm going to go into rapid thrivers. So when you think about somebody who inspires you, who comes first to mind and why? Oh, the rock oh my god Dwayne are you listening Dwayne are you listening (laughs) no you know what he does because uh, well okay because he's the rock hello DJ but it's just because of what you know what about him he's just well rounded I mean he loves loves his fans he takes time he gives things he never forgets where he comes from And he looks good. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a hard worker and he's motivating. He's inspiring no, he and he's changing yeah. the world. And you know, honestly, I feel like, I feel like I know him because that's how yeah. he lets us all into his life. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. You're the first person in 209 episodes that has said the rock. Why? Well, he better hear that. I don't understand. So he better hear this one. Okay. <laughs> what is a daily activity that helps you with your thrive? Helps you stay alive? Oh man. A daily activity. Well, I got to brush my teeth first thing. I mean, if that doesn't get me going, I don't know what will. <laughs> Do you work out every day? It's uh, not every day. Okay. So I, I used to some sort of movement, though. Yeah. Yes, for okay. sure. If it's just even getting out there, I love, love. Like, I could never stay in the house. That's separate. I, I got it. Even just to feel, well, there's no, there has been no sun. Yeah. But just to feel that outdoor breeze, just get out there, just to clear my mind and to sit in my driveway for an extra two minutes before walking into that crazy house. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you called it crazy. Uh, what's, a, what's a book that's helped you with your thrive? Even our podcast. Oh, I don't do many books because I don't have time and I don't do many podcasts <laughs> because I'll, I'll be honest with one. you when I get in the car, I release with music. Okay. So music, what's your song? Anything that's playing that I can scream, like usually Adele, I kind of think that I sound like her, so I don't, but like, you know what I mean? Something you could belt out and like, 
You know, when you do it in karaoke, you really don't sound good, but you think you do when you're singing with it. That's it. And so I use that to release, yeah. like, you yeah. know? Yeah, I love um, that. that. That works. That gets you going. I always keep saying, like, I should get more into podcasts, and one day I will. Okay, well, hopefully this one. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay. What is an app on your phone or that helps you with your Thrive? An app that helps you thrive. Oh, my goodness. These are hard. Uh, an app that helps me thrive. I use Waze a lot. I was going to say TikTok. Oh, okay. Thrive. Yes, yes, yes. TikTok. Okay, sorry. You're I was like, a, you're like, like you have a million viewers. It's got to be TikTok. Oh, my God. I wasn't even thinking that. You see, like, it's like, I feel like I'm on a, you know, when you're listening on the radio and yeah, you're like, yeah. how can you not get that? Like, how can you not? <laughs> oh, yeah. TikTok and, and TikTok for sure. I love my TikTok Wait. audience. I love my, my my Instagram audience as well. It's just, it's, it's, a, di- it's a different yeah. kind of, you know, platform. And I love it because it's quick. There's tips it's, and and vice versa. I'm helping out so many people and they are so grateful um, for me. And I'm grateful for my TikTok community. I, I, and I also love Waze. I know you said Waze. I, you <laughs> well, know, you know, I can't go anywhere without Waze. I know, me neither. I put it on as soon as I get into my, you know, I didn't believe it at first. I know. I just like getting my six points for every time I like do something. I'm like, yeah, I got my six points. Got my six points. <laughs> and one last question for you. Um, when people see you like sort of on TikTok with your, you know, your four boys and with Dave and, and you're pivoting and as an entrepreneur, what's one misconception that people might have of you? That I have my together. <laughs> I would um, say that for sure. That I do, that I have my, I don't know yeah. what, if you I'm allowed say to say shit. it, but yeah. I'm like, you have your shit together. Yeah. That I have my shit together. Most of the times I don't, but I pretend I do. And I figure it out along the way. Cause like I said, I'm not a planner. So I literally go every day and oh, I love God. it like that because I think I'd be bored any other way. I love that. I love that. And so where do we find more of you online? Uh, all my social media platforms are the same Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Nichelle loss. I keep it super easy. And of course my website, nichelleloss.com. And that's L A U S everybody. And uh, just to plug Dave, got to plug my boy. What, what's his same photog- thing? He keeps it nice and easy. <laughs> Dave loss. Photography. Loss.com and photography. Photography. Yeah. He's amazing. You guys got, I actually, I need to get over there and, and do a photo shoot. And, um, and so one final question for you, this podcast is called empowered in my skin. And I want to know what that means to you. Hmm. Gosh, why give me these tough questions? <laughs> You're empowered, empowered human. You're so empowered. Empowered in my skin. Mm-hmm. You know, that's such a good question because I never really thought about it. It's such a, I guess, loving mm-hmm. and accepting and empowering the way like in your skin, in your body, yeah. the way you are, mm-hmm. the way, you know, everyone's kind of, I guess you can say perception yeah. of themselves, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like, I feel empowered in my skin because I'm comfortable with who I am. Yes. And I love to, you know, share that with the world, literally, and help others be empowered, in, be empowered in their own skin, you know, no matter size, shape, form, color, everything. 
And that's Ooh, an amazing that's question. Good. Yeah, that's yeah. a great question. Yeah, great question. <laughs> great answer. I love it. And you know what, Michelle? I don't, I mean, we've known, I'm going to say I started competing in 2005. So that's when I would have met you. And I know we have a common totally. friend. Um, but I, I will be honest with you. You are a shiro. And uh, really proud to actually know you after all of these years. And, st- and that smile that you have, like, she talked about having kids when she was 30. And I, and I actually was going to say, but you still look 30. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and it's not well, any, but it's not lighting. That's just who you are. I feel it. Um, your spirit shines through. And thank you, actually, for just using your life to help all of us feel better about who we are and to be safe while we do it. Thank you so much. I really love this and I love you. And thank you for like sticking around all these years, <laughs> all the craziness, you know, I'm not <laughs> done yet. Anyway, thank you so much. And to everyone that's listening, I trust, I trust that you're going out to get some self-defense courses potentially. Um, but Please. you know that you're always going to watch yourself in your surroundings and you're going to follow Nichelle online on TikTok or Instagram and get some amazing tips going forward. So thank you. Thank you for listening. And this is where I say we're out. Bye-bye. Bye. There you have it. I trust you are feeling more empowered in your skin. As the late Dr. Maya Angelou said, when you get, you give, when you learn, you teach. So it would mean so much for us at EIMS if you would share this episode and tag us or teach an insight that you took from today's episode on your socials and tag us. Feel free to leave us a review over at iTunes and follow us on social media at Empowered in My Skin. Finally, remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. See you soon.